the Charter Boss Man Show right here for you, uh, Boss Man affiliates. How about it to all you guys out there? Thank you for you. Football game playing. ESPN3 analysts. You see him all over the, the way of CBS. He's doing his thing. My man, Emory Hunt. Emory, how are things up there in New York and Jersey, man? Everything's good, man. It's cold and, you know, it's getting ready. It's holiday time. So it'll be a fun time of the year. And, and I'm appreciative of you having me on the show. Now, Emory, I must say, the weather you saw against Tennessee and the Giants is down here in Atlanta right now. We're having these downpours here, like kind of what we saw against Eli the Titans up there on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Giants' uh, defense did a solid job, I thought, in, in slowing down the passing game. Obviously, it was a torrential downpour, so they didn't really have to do much. But the Titans really stuck to their guns and ran the football, and, and Derrick Henry did a great job. Um, that day, 33 carries, I think, for over 170 yards. And that was the real big X factor in that, in that contest. Even though the Giants, again, defensively, they were there. They were also playing offensively without Odell Beckham Jr. And they had their opportunities. So even in the rain, even in the adverse conditions, the Titans still left a lot of plays on the field. So I'll be inter- interested to see how they do uh, against Atlanta. I think Atlanta has a really good shot in their ballgame. I'm sorry, not Atlanta, Washington. Tennessee. Yeah. Now, I'm going to ask you, Emory, Josh Johnson, does he pose a threat to the Titans' defense? The Titans can play a great game and play a stinker. The Titans are very up and down, as you and I both know. You see the Titans, I think they'll be better off if they feature Derrick Henry as their main running back rather than Deion Lewis, if you, in my opinion. Deion Lewis is more of a third down back, more of an outside zone kind of runner, and you know, all the screens and the flares and option routes. And Derrick Henry is more of that inside zone, a little bit outside zone, stretch with a wham block kind of a guy. I thought like the Titans need to feature Derrick Henry first, use Lewis as a change of pace, not the, not the other way around, as has been going on most of these seasons for Tennessee. Yeah, I think when you look at their run game, it's the, they're kind of going with the, the hot hand. And I think when you look at a guy like Derrick Henry and getting those consistent carries, that's been great for him. It's been great for his confidence. And it's a big reason why you're starting to see him have a lot of success and look a lot like the back we saw uh, back in his days at Alabama. And also, uh, speaking of uh, the Titans' offense, you know, Washington, I think they play a lot of cover three, a lot of cover, a lot of cover one. I want to look at it there. Do you feel like the Washington should play more man and maybe blitz Mariota and not be scared of Davis and Tywan Taylor and Tosh and Sharp and those boys and kind of say, hey, we're going to commit eight to the box, stop Derrick Henry, be us one-on-one outside? I think that what they have to do is uh, go with that push versus pressure approach because what Marcus Mariota did last week against the New York Giants was he was able to get outside the pocket and, and extend plays and find guys running free um, because you don't want to play man because Mariota can take off and run, but you also don't want to find yourself being too aggressive when you fly up the field and, and leave a, a lane for him to take off and run. So they have to, if you're going to blitz, you have to blitz within the A, a and B gaps and, and keep everything contained on the outside and, and force them to back up into the pocket and not step up and then take off. So if they can do that, I think they have enough talent on, on the perimeter to match up against their receivers. And how do you feel about the Redskins using Josh Johnson? Do you feel like Josh Johnson can manage the game, keep the game close in Tennessee, hope for a turnover in defense and more injuries and breaks a big run and maybe keep that game close and still go to Nashville, still a little game from the Titans and keep their hopes alive and win the MCs and maybe get a wild for the MC as well? The only part is the best the Redskins season has gone as far as injuries and kind of craziness that has gone on. Like you said, they're still, with, they're still in the playoff hunt. 
and Josh Johnson is in position to help get this team there. I think what you'll see in this ball game, and all things being equal, both defenses are really good, and, and both offenses, to me, still leave a lot to be desired. So I think this game will be a lot closer than what people think. I agree. Now, game is Saturday, later on 3.30 on the NFL Network at Nissan Stadium. Now, another game I'll be at on Sunday, Embry, is the Falcons and the Panthers. Let's cover the Panthers first in this in regard. Cam Newton is going to be held out. They brought up Kyle from the practice squad. They put Shaq Thompson on IR. We got star Tyler, Tyler Heineke starting there. Emory, uh, Jerry Wright said pretty much, hey, DB is telling us they knew Cam, Cam can't go deep. Now, for me, I think he got he really went down here from his, his Pittsburgh. I think that hit by Watt really jarred that shoulder out, out of socket again. And if like it's another Andrew Luck kind of a thing with shoulders, I feel like shoulders are something that the medical professionals have not perfected yet. It's, it's, it's a hit or miss thing. So you, how do you feel about Cam Newton going forward? Should he have surgery again? Maybe talk to Luck's doctor and see what's going on, how to treat Cam's shoulder going forward. And if like that hit against Pittsburgh with Watt caused him to just downward spiral with his arm here going forward these last few weeks here. Yeah, I think that was the that was the hit that that really altered everything uh, for their offense because I think that was the game where they slowly started to go downhill since then, uh, as far as a team is concerned. I think when you look at Cam Newton, they're doing the right thing by allowing him to sit and rest that shoulder um, and get healthy because he's a long term investment for this franchise. Uh, Taylor Heineke is a good athlete. I got it. He played and went football over me, so we expect him to go in there and just keep the offense on pace. And if he can stay balanced and hit a couple of throws deep down, also run with Cam can be functional for the defense rested, get acclimated on the sideline, get adjusted, and go out there and execute. So I'll be interested to see how Heineke does, given the additional week of prep, um, knowing that he's the guy, and then going in there with, a, with an assortment of weapons that is both. Exactly. I thought that if Heineke can just be serviceable and throw the ball those intermediate routes, hit some old deep ends and deep posts or transcontinental routes, he can be pretty successful Successful with the weapons you got on the outside with Moore, Samuel, and those guys, Funches, and those boys out there, and Wright, of course, and you mix in Christian McCaffrey in that draw game, that screen game, of course, the option route game. They could do some things against the Falcons defense, who you, as I know, is not that good. A lot of, a lot of guys out in the field, man, less than a lot of talent out there, they could probably Chop those boys up a little bit up there in Carolina on Sunday uh, when they find a home game for they play the Saints again week 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 seven seventeen out there, Emory. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you. You laid it out perfect. I totally agree. And speaking of the Falcons, uh, lost another back. Edo Smith is out for the year now. Freeman's out. So we got Brian Hill, Jeremy Langford, and also Tevin Coleman. But I feel like Emory talked a little to you like this before. The line in Atlanta, this is not producing anything in the running game. The Falcons are one-dimensional. It's Matt Ryan and nothing else. And you feel like the, the Panthers defense looked so good on Monday Night Football. I mean, they look like a top-ten defense. They had Eric Reed flying around. He had Jackson showing up. Brad Bradbury, you know, you had Captain Mullen had, had a resurgence with kicking those boys. So how do you feel about the matchup of Panthers defense versus Falcons offense here on Sunday? That's going to be the biggest key in that ball game. Can the Falcons find success against the defense? Like you said, look rejuvenated against the New Orleans Saints on Monday night. I think where the Falcons and Saints defer on offense is that outside of Michael Thomas, who's essentially a possession receiver, they don't really have any explosiveness in the passing game. The Falcons do have explosives. They have Julio Jones. They have uh, Calvin Ridley. Muhammad Snow is a very dependable playmaker. They have good tight ends. 
Um, yes, they're going to be without Edo Smith, but Matt Ryan can find those targets if they make this a passing game. I think that can put them in a situation where they could have some success. So I think it's going to be a different approach, you know, looking at what the Saints wasn't able to do. Just from a personnel standpoint, it leaves you to believe that the, the Panthers' defense completely turned around. But I think when you look at what the Dolphins bring to the table from a personnel standpoint, that right there could be the difference. Now, standing in the division, Emory, do you feel like James Winston has done enough to get the job in Tampa next year or no, in your opinion? I think he does. I, I think this is a guy that definitely wins. If you want to make a comparison, you look, you know, in um, Detroit with a guy like Matt Stafford, you know, he, he's going to have some intercepts, but for more often than not, he's going to be playing winning football and, and putting him in position to win games. I think what has to happen is you have to find a way to, to strike a little bit of balance. You know, you can't make it all about Winston. You have to find a running game. If they can find a running game, then Winston is going to limit a lot of the, the attempts to throw the football and keep his his efficiency high because he is a really good player. Is to re- there's, there's a reason why he was the number one overall pick. So I think they have to find a running game and not make their offense strictly about Winston in the passing attack. Exactly, and the Tampa also is a field goal kicker, Emory. I had that field goal kicking in Tampa is just, I don't know. It's just been bad all year long, even last year as well. I've seen since Tampa, see so many points on the field when that kicking game is not even funny. Yeah, it's, again, if people don't pay too much attention to the third aspect of the game, and, and that's the critical component. If you can excel there, you only have to win two out of the three facets of a game in order to win. You got there, right? Well, folks, that's our NFC South kind of touch point here on the Boston Man Show. After the break, Emory and I come back. We're down for the playoff teams. With, we're going to talk about the Chargers, the Chiefs, Steelers, and the Saints, the Rams, what's going on with them. So, stick as able to us. the NFC South portion of the Boston Man Show with Emory. Back after the break with playoff teams. Stick as able to us on the Boston Man Show. Remember, new site, bobbershow.com. If they can eat pictures, videos, content, blogs, we got it for you. New site, bumpershow.com. Check it out, people. We back to break. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blueberry Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey, parents. We all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. 
My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Boss Man Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. All right, folks, back on the Boss Man Show. Say, Emory Hunts did with us a football game plan, talking about the NFL playoff teams. Now, Emory, uh, there's been a lot of concern about Jared Goff and the Rams and what's going on with Jared Goff missing throws, missing open guys. Uh, in their losses, I, I can point to throws he's missed. Well, he could have had points on the board. He's missing open guys. But I also feel like this. Losing Cooper Cup has really hampered Jared Goff and the Rams on offense because he comes at kind of like Allen in Minnesota. He kind of gets everything going on that offense for those guys. Yeah, I, I agree with you. When you lose a, a guy the caliber Cooper Cup, that's you know a big piece of your offense, especially underneath. But the one thing the Rams do have is, is great personnel. I think they, they have the ability to you know overcome that loss, and they, they've done a good job. I think a lot of it has to do with Jared Goff and how he has uh, not been able to apply or deal with pressure, and, and I think that's going to be key because if, if they can't, if he can't deal with pressure, then it's going to be a problem. So I, I do believe that once that clears itself up or it gets squared away, then they can have some success moving forward. Now, Emory, now, are you amazed at the Rams running 11 personnel pretty much the whole game uh, and pretty much going off outside zone, pretty much everything's based off outside zone. They play action pass off of it, running reverses off of it. Are you amazed how McVay's really just maximizes his 11 personnel and all the things he does out at 11 personnel? No, not really. I mean, it's just that's just simple football. At the end of the day, if you have, if you have the ability to run multiple plays out of the same look, that's just great coaching. Um it's no different than the triple option offense. Everything is based out of the same principle of, you know, the, the triple option. Everything is predicated off the, the dive, and then everything kind of builds from that, and that's what the Rams essentially are doing. And so, you know, it's just great coaching. You make things look the same. That way you don't have to break personnel, and that forces the defense to stay in their personnel. And if you got matchups across the board, mismatches across the board, you'd never end a bad play. And that's what has happened throughout the last two seasons that Sean McVay has been the coach. And speaking of that defense, uh, Emory, uh, I feel like you can gash him with that running game. The Eagles kind of hit him with that running game pretty hard there. Even the passing game against Wade Phillips' zones, they was kind of finding holes in his zones there. They have to have Tlaib and Peters out there and Roby Ro- Ro- Coleman, LaMarcus Jordan and those boys, Mark Barron playing low there as they kind of did day on the beginning kind of role as a, a small linebacker kind of like a guy. So, what do you see about the with the, with the Ram defense? What they need to do going forward to kind of screw this thing up to make a run in the playoffs are coming up? They got the personnel. They just got to start living up to 
their their ability. I mean, they have, like you said, good talent across the board um, at all three levels. But right now, it's not well. And I know that's simple, but that's essentially what it is. If those players that you mentioned can just play up to their talent level, um, they're going to be hard to stop. And right now, in I always say this, and people take it the wrong way, but it's so true because it's. It's as simple as that. That stopping the run is about attitude and want to. You got to really want to stop the run, and if that want to, which is essentially effort, if that's not there against the run, you're going to have some problems. Exactly, and we have a big game, Emory, come up playoff implications on both sides of, of the coin here, AFC and NFC, with the Steelers and the Saints. The Saints win, if it's clinch, the next their next games I'll be all in domes, which they love. You know, they'll be in New Orleans, they'll be home, and then play them Saints, because they here in Atlanta, they'll hopefully get that far. Pittsburgh, hey, if they lose and Baltimore loses, it could be tricky for them for us making the playoffs even for Pittsburgh there. So it's a big game. How do you handicap that matchup for those teams right there, Pittsburgh and New Orleans coming up here on Sunday? Well, it's going to be about the defense once again and in, in which defense shows up. If, if the Steelers defense can step up and, and get the Saints off the field, it gives them a great shot because they have some solid personnel that receiver to take advantage of the Saints secondary, which puts it back onto the Saints defense. And can they find ways to get to Ben Roethlisberger without sacrificing coverage back? That's going to be the biggest key in that one, in my opinion. Exactly. You know, that's big and key. And, and Big Ben has all his weapons, Vance McDonald, Jesse, I mean, Jesse James. You got Samuels playing well. You know, you have Connor. If he could play, but he's probably not going to play. With A.B., Schuster, James Washington stepping up. So, Big Ben has weapons. And the Saints back in, to me, is a little bit questionable right there because the coverage. Because Eli Apple, to me, is a little contact waiting to happen, a whole waiting to happen. And I feel like if you put him out there, maybe by himself or, or even Smith Schuster, it could be a problem for those guys in, in, on defense. Yeah, they, they're going to have to play great team defense and, you know, minimize the mistakes. You don't want to give a team like Pittsburgh in their passing game more more chances at bat, so to speak, because they can do a lot of damage with, with their outstanding talent on the perimeter. Another big game we have coming up this weekend is Chiefs at Seahawks. A lot of platforms there. If the Chiefs win that game, they pretty much lock up the AFC West. The Atlantans, Chiefs lose, open up for the Chargers to come in and win a division there. Get that tiebreaker over those guys. And Seattle wants to make the playoffs, so that's a big game. How do you handicap that, that matchup up there in Seattle with Mahomes and going to that loud Central Link Stadium, playing against Seattle, defense Legion of Boom, the new Legion of Boom, and Russell Wilson, his running game against Chiefs defense? Well, that, that's going to be the biggest challenge. Can the passing game have that against the pass rush of Seattle and, and how play coverage and on the other side can the Chiefs defense be much better against the run and, and make Seattle beat them throwing the football because of uh, what they have or don't have on a perimeter. I, I think that's the, the you know the chess match that's going to be going on. I just I just like the fact that this is a game that we could probably see later on in the year in February. You know, with two outstanding quarterbacks that are playing real well and and both are leading their team. Uh, into the playoffs or, you know, lead their teams to victory. And I just hope this is a, a really good game, competitive back and forth, where we start to learn a lot about these teams uh, in preparation for what they can face uh, or potentially be moving forward. Also a big game on Saturday night after that Tice Redskins game is Chargers and Ravens. 
The Ravens are four and one with Lamar Jackson Henry. He's run, doing a lot of running out of pistol there with his different battery running backs. He running himself with those RPOs, hitting the ball to Sneed and Crabtree and those guys in his tight end. Do you feel like Lamar has to expand his game playing against like, the Chargers out there in, in LA's double hub stadium because you gotta make a big play with your arm eventually if you're Lamar Jackson. This is get him this is his first playoff game in my opinion, come Saturday night. He has to really make some plays for his team and get him over the hump against Phillip Rivers, those guys who are who are rolling, rolling right now, who come off that win against KC down by fourteen, going for two, getting out of here ahead with a win. Those guys coming in there on a high on Saturday night. Yeah, and it's going to be a great game because a lot of times people just look at this matchup and think, oh, the Ravens are one-dimensional. Well, they're tri-dimensional, and, and and I think that element of those two elements of the game that no one's talking about, their passing game and their ability to convert on third down, their situational football uh, skills are, are excellent. So we're going to learn a lot more, I believe, about the Chargers than we are about Baltimore. I think Baltimore's uh, script has been laid out and how they beat teams and we're going to find out if the Chargers can can match that and, and overcome those that try uh, lateral offense and, and try to get a victory. Another team is surging is the Houston Texans. If they win out, uh, they get a first-round bye, you know, which you, who would have thought that when they start off 0-3 there. So how are you feeling about the Texans and that defense they have with Deshaun Watson and the offense? Can he hold up? Taking all the hits he's taking, and can the defense show up for the Texans and make them a threat in the AFC playoffs going forward? Yeah, they definitely are a threat, and I think that's the biggest key. When you look at those teams and, and, and the top and, and how they play, nothing really separates them from a you know from a wide margin. There's no real big difference. It's just about execution at this one, and if you can find a way to execute, I know it's easy, and I know it's not sexy or, or jargony, but you could just find a way to execute. You could find ways to win. I think that's what separates the team that's standing at the end as opposed to teams that are going in now. And I feel like the Texans, and I know you probably noticed this from watching film as much film as you do. I think when they put in Alfred Blue, they just drop down a couple of notches. They run their outside zone plays, where all their wham plays inside off the outside zone. It's like Blue just tip tiptoes and runs just straight ahead. Bob Miller can kind of set you up, cut back, and make a big play out of it. I hope he's healthy because he makes the offense more dynamic than having Blue having Blue out there for sure. Yeah, definitely. I, I still think that's one of the biggest needs for the Houston Texans. As great, or I say, as good as Lamar Jackson, uh, Lamar Miller is. He's he's always some someone that you worry about finishing a game or even finishing the season healthy. Alfred Blue just doesn't have the same juice that Miller does, you know. So that's a that's a, a an Achilles heel for Houston as they trek through the playoffs. You know, can they find a consistent running game when that starts to pose a threat? So when you do come off play action, you can have those wide open windows for Deshaun Watson to hit, uh, whether it be Demarius Thomas or DeAndre Hopkins deep downfield. You think they should probably use more of Joe Webb and Deontay Foreman to help their running game some, too? If Foreman is healthy, then yes. But if he's not, you know, he's coming off with an Achilles injury. He's, you know, he's a bigger bat, so that you always leery about that. I mean, if you look at basketball, you worry about Bookie Cousins coming off that Achilles injury. So, I, they, to me, they, they just need Alfred Blue to step up um, and for Lamar Miller to be healthy in order for that run game. Well, I don't think you find ways to utilize Joe Webb. I think that just slows down the offense. Gotcha. Last one I got for you, NFC East. We got Dallas 8-6, Philadelphia 7-7, Washington 7-7. A three-team race. 
How do you see Al shaking out and working himself out with Nick Foles on the center and Josh Johnson with Dak Prescott in Dallas? How do you see it all working out these last two weeks of the season here in the NFC East? Well, I still think Dallas is a better team out the out the group, and they'll eventually clinch and, and win and go to the playoffs. I think the Cowboys also are a legitimate Super Bowl threat once they get into the playoffs because they have a great defense, uh, great running back, solid quarterback play from Dak Prescott, and a really good receiver in Amari Cooper. So they got all the recipe, all the ingredients, I'm sorry, for success. They, again, when I talk about playing consistent and executing, that's the Dallas Cowboys on offense. Defensively, I think they're there. So I, they'll win out and in, in, uh, win the division and become a factor in the playoffs. Yes, and the Emory, before you go, tell the listeners how they can keep up with all your good stuff and all your good work and what the work you'll be doing going forward here as we go into bowl season and playoffs coming up here. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at FBallGamePlan and make sure you subscribe to Football Game Plan's network, which is located at YouTube.com slash Football Game Plan. That's where you can find all our upcoming draft content, draft videos. It's, you know, it's draft season now for us, and we're going to be hitting the All-Star Game circuit hard starting January the 4th with the College Gridiron Showcase. And you can find all those interviews, scouting reports, practice highlights, practice updates on our YouTube channel. Emery, always bringing the knowledge, brother. Hey, have happy holidays to you, man. We'll talk after New Year, my brother, in playoff time, man. Have a good one, man. You, you're the one of the best we got on the show, brother. We thank you so much, man. Well, you do the same, man. I appreciate you always having me on. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh. Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, 
Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. All right, folks, back on the Boss Man Show, one of our favorites, the Mahomie, who I see at the games all the time with the Falcon games, my man with the keys to success, best of success, always was doing a pregame show, Michael the Burger Turner. What's good, brother? The man with the rest of success always. How you doing, What's man? What's up, Jay? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. Getting ready for Christmas, man. Looking forward to this weekend. I got the Titans, Redskins, and the Falcons, Panthers. So I'm back to back for me. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, it's a big weekend for everybody, you know. They got the holidays coming up and uh, some playoff games on the line for a couple of teams. So, yeah, it's going to be an action-packed weekend. And I know, you know, I know you're disappointed with the Falcons, Falcons record so far this year, man. A lot of things didn't go our way. But looking going forward, it's, it's Carolina. You know, and there's no Cam Newton, which is a good thing. You know, we got that going for us. And I feel like their defense may be on a little bit let down, but losing the Saints off like Matt and those guys really, Julio if he plays and Sanu and Hoop can make some inroads and against that Panther cover three defense they got out there, bro. Yeah, you know, yeah, things haven't been going their way for the Falcons this year, but they, they I think they're really trying to fit this on a strong note and trying to win uh three straight, you know. Um can be an out that's a big hit for the Panthers, but you know, it's always tough to play in Carolina, man. Now, something about Charlotte, man. Something about being in that stadium. Uh, those those boys give up a good fight. So we'll see what 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 these guys got uh, this weekend with the Falcons, and hopefully they just play with some pride, man. Lay it all on the line and go out there and get a W. And because a lot of these guys are playing for jobs next year. I mean, you're playing for every team in the league. I mean, the t- what you put out mm-hmm. there is what they're gonna see. The eyes of the sky does not lie. If you're not giving effort, the team's going to see that and not want to bring you in based on the effort you're giving when it was went, went bad for you. So I feel like guys are playing for their jobs and their careers going forward these next two games. They need to come out there and show out and play well and play for – without the Falcons, somebody else in the round of the league as well. Yeah, you know, and uh, guys tend to forget that, man. It's like, uh, you know, you got to show that you love the game of football. You love to win it no matter, no matter what's on the line, preseason, you know, regular season. Practice don't matter. You got to call that you got there. You, that you're a winner, and you're trying to win every time you you step on that field. You know, be a competitor. That's what a true competitor is. Now, speaking of Cam Newton, Mike, did you notice yourself when you're watching him on film, kind of noticing him? I think at that Pittsburgh game, his shoulder got jarred up really, really, really bad. That's where it went down for them. Is that where you kind of pinpoint where Cam's shoulder went downhill for you as well? Oh uh, no! You know I haven't seen a lot of Carolina games. You know, being with you know being with the Falcons and watching you know doing their stuff, doing their games. I haven't caught a lot of Panthers games. You know, everybody's. Uh, I've been seeing everybody else somewhere like New Orleans, Tampa Bay games. Uh, I haven't really caught the Panthers and see what actually happened to them and how they end up on a uh, four five game skid. You know, because uh, I thought they was pretty good. I thought they was solid, but Christian McCaffrey Cam was playing good. North Turner, offensive coordinator, uh, seemed like they had something working good for them, and all of a sudden things went bad. So I guess I guess the shoulder problem was it, but they should have. If that was the case, they should have set them down a long time ago, let them heal up for two weeks or something, and then come back strong and be able to finish the season. No, Mike was North your head coach or your coordinator, or both? 
Nor was my head coach. Yeah, well, yeah, he was both. He was office coordinator and head coach. That one year I was there with him in gotcha. San Diego. Now I noticed he kind of built his offense towards Cam. When you were in the room with Norv, he was he kind of a guy that kind of designed with what he had in the room was. He had a set system like he had when he was in Dallas or Washington. Well, he kind of did it based on what the personnel he had. Uh, no, Norv was always trying to find new ways to uh, innovate himself because you know those plays from the 1990s Cowboys. It wasn't going to work in 2007. San Diego Chargers, you know. <laughs> so, uh, he had, you know, as a coach, you always got to re- reinvent yourself and always be fresh and new. Uh, as, as long as you got that offensive of mind, then you'll be all right. Now, you know, he, he does have an offensive of mind. I give him that uh, as a coordinator. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's, he's always – he always find ways to try to get us the football, even though he didn't play me that much when I was there, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah, he should have played you more. I, 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 I agree with that. See, I would have been like, play my man some more, man. Get him some touches. Come on, man. Right, yeah. <laughs> Thunder and lightning, yeah. for real. Get light, get th- 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 under some more on the ball. Come on, no. <laughs> right, right. I would have been yeah, positive so. for you for showing sure the radio, for sure, bro. He would have heard from me on the radio every week. Get that man yeah, that's the ball. My, that's, that, that's my great. That's my great for him with North Turner, yeah. He should have played me more. <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, Speaking of, like I said, of the, the of that Panther offense, without Cam Newton, can the Falcons probably play more man and force Taylor Heineke to beat them with his arm, not having to worry about him running as much as you would with Cam Newton, kind of stay just stay neutral, not trying to go up the field too fast or stay in your in your lanes. Was no no pretty much knowing, hey, he's gonna throw the ball, he's gonna be in one place. So about Falcons play play more man principles than usual with Cam being out of the game here. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh... You know, Cam Cam is a truly a, a, a dual threat quarterback, a load to bring down when he was running football. And uh, but the, you know, the, this last game I was seeing him play, he really didn't run that much. So I, I guess that shoulder was really bothering. He didn't want to run at all. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> okay. So, uh, uh, so yeah, my kids was calling me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's all good. <laughs> Yeah. We're live radio yeah. people, live radio people. So yeah, if you live radio, yeah, yeah. People, it happens. <laughs> live radio okay. folks, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, but the Falcons' defensive coordinator, you know, uh, I think he wants to do some uh, some fresh things with uh, with the team too. Uh, uh, get some different guys, different call some di- different things that he's been that he hasn't been calling all year. Like I still see some of that last week uh in the game we call some little blitzes that he tended didn't call early in the year so that that worked out pretty good for him now for you watching the team as you have who are some guys that just really improved in your eyes are going to be pulling this franchise going forward and some guys we didn't see earlier this year having to play due to necessity so we stepped up for you and you're saying wow this guy can be part of this team going forward for years to come i don't know i just uh i really got two guys two guys ito ito smith and uh casey uh, oh, yeah. those two guys, yeah, those two guys really stood out this year that took advantage of, uh, getting more playing time. Uh, and uh, hopefully, uh, there'll be some key pieces, uh, for the years to come. Does Edo remind you of you a little bit? Oh, you, Edo? Yeah. Are you asking me or does he yeah. remind you? No, no, to ask you, does he remind you of you a little bit? Kind of being a bigger back, getting to those holes there? Uh, no, nah, man. <laughs> he reminds me, yeah, he, he has a nose for the end zone. That's, you know, like, uh, I like that about him a lot. Um, uh, cause, you know, once we, once he got that ball, like, inside the 20, 
he was trying to get up in the end zone, you know, and 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 he was hard to bring down. He's a little tough to bring down. Uh, I think he's more shiftier than me. Uh, uh, you know, it's a good, it's a great thing. Uh, but yeah, but people got to pay attention. I think he has real good feet, so I, I want to pay attention to that uh, next year and see how he develops as a football player. Exactly. And then also, if trying to play Brian Hill, some at fullback. Now, fullback to me, not a position is kind of going away in the NFL. A lot of teams use tight ends rather than fullbacks. But can, if Brian Hill can turn into like a kind of like a Kyle Eustack out there in San Francisco or Patrick Ricard, those guys kind of be like a little fullback, halfback mixed with a John Coon, kind of play a little bit of both. They can make have a solid roster going forward. Uh, yeah, I don't, honestly, I don't know the situation. We're just down in numbers right now. You know, guys got to call up and step in and, and play wherever. So I really, I'm really not going to judge him, uh, as a, like a true fullback. And, and, you know, and I don't know what the coaches have planned. I'm, I, it's just, it's just a numbers game right now. Guys need to fill in and step up wherever. Now, I can say, I'm tell you off, yeah, I know you're a cigar aficionado, man. So, talk about cigars, man. Like, I'm trying, I'm getting into it, but, you know, I'm trying to learn myself way around the cigar game. So, for a beginner like me, a novice like me, how should I start off as I get into this cigar game going forward, Mike? How, how you should start off? Yeah, I'm uh, trying to get myself into uh, it. Okay. You first got to have patience, and because uh, you're not going to get it on the, on the first trial, first go around. Uh, you go. Just go to your local cigar shop. You know we have a lot of cigar shops here in, in Atlanta area, and just sit down with the with the owner or whoever's working there, and just have them talk you through it. You know, people tend to really start off with things light, like a, a, a light, light, light and strength, but uh, or either that or they have flavor cigars too. So I, I've seen people make the transition from you know smoking only flavor cigars into smoking regular, you know, regular cigars. Uh, that made people uh, have a, a smooth transition, and but just, if you just like sitting down, relaxing, and taking your time with something, and you have an hour just to clear uh, your mind, clear your head, cigar is a great way to go because it starts with a, it's a nice thing to have with like nice conversation, and people have these favorite little drinks with stuff with it, and there's actually cigar cigar and spirit pairings out there too. So if you talk to your to your uh, cigar shops and things that have that serves liquor and stuff like that, also uh, yeah, that'd be another great way to great way to start. Uh, it's a lot of events and stuff, man. People just just low key don't don't know about what in the cigar world, man. It's a whole another world out there in the cigar game. It's like a uh, I want to say like a cult following or something like that, but uh, it's a whole another experience, man. I hear that. No man says no, Mike. The, 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 now, we get in this cigar game. Did you get into it from us playing football? Was kind of a, that's something you did in season when you more of an out season kind of thing for you, hitting, hitting, hitting those cigars up? Actually, it was uh, in season. Uh, I started when I was in San Diego. Uh, you know, I always, always liked the look of, of a cigar, you know. Uh, you know, somebody smoked a cigar or whatever. I always liked that look. But uh, it was my, my friend, Lorenzo Neal, who took me to the cigar shop. El Neal, I remember that guy from Tennessee. We played yeah, yeah, that's right, 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 right. Uh, and he took me down and set me down. And uh, as a running back group, we went over there uh, to a cigar lounge, play some chess, had some wine, had some, you know, uh, whatever, you know, whiskey, whatever. And it was like on a Wednesday or Thursday afternoon after practice and stuff. And we know that just had to relax, just enjoy each other, man, just enjoy each other's time, friendship, get to know each other better. Um, we just um, became a better, uh, a tighter unit, and we just started that tradition going over there every week, every week after you know getting haircuts and stuff. 
uh, meeting up and uh, having a cigar and chilling, relax, and just have have a good time, man. That's where yes, it all started. That guy giving me a smoking jacket. That's why I need to give me a smoking jacket too. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, don't go, don't go, don't go crazy on all the accessories and all that stuff right now. Just <laughs> make sure you like smoking cigar first. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. So only go down and DK give me a jacket, dude. You're, you're right. You're right. <laughs> don't worry about the jacket just yet. <laughs> give me a fedora, give me some smoking shades, you're a right, jacket. You're right, you're right. You might get slippers and everything else. Come on, man. No. Don't okay. do it yet. Okay. I'm going to keep you posted on my, on my, my journey here, man, because I'm easy, just getting yeah, into yeah. it. Easy. easy to that thing, man. Easy to it. No doubt. <laughs> hey, hey, Mike, man, you the man, bro. Thank you. Come on, show us always, brother. Now, we got to get you a Hawk game, man. I know the season's about to be over, man. I get you a Hawk game and hang out with me, man, see how these Hawks are going to do. One day, maybe show up there and win, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it a good luck, Charles. Huh? Yeah. No uh, doubt. Yeah, when football's over, I'm definitely, definitely uh, NBA's going to take over for a while. No doubt. Hey, man, have a happy holiday to you and your family, man, and we'll talk to you real soon, bro. All right. Same to you, man. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there. Your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at CoachTWheel24 or Instagram TravisLWilliams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. 
please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Hey, Austin, back here on the Boss Man Show. I'm get on show called David against the Titans Radio. Coach Mack, how's Nash Vegas, man? Yeah, Nash Vegas is wet right now, brother. It's, it's, it's raining. I think I think that rain from New York followed us down here. Anyway, yeah, it's, coach. Uh, it, 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 it's raining, but everything everything's good. Had a nice. Uh, the Titans had a nice practice today. Uh, looking forward to tuning up a little bit tomorrow. And then uh, you know that game Saturday that we play this week against Washington, big ball game. So everybody's getting ready. Coach, I'll be on the road of I-24 on Saturday morning to see that game in person. Coach, to see you guys and the Titans there. I hope you guys win. Keep that playoff push going. Now, Coach, going back to New York's game, the Titan defense played exceptionally well in that wet weather, that adverse conditions, and frustrated Eli Manning, and they held Barkley down, their main weapon. Yeah, they did a tremendous job against Saquon Barkley. You know, he's one of the generational backs in this league right now really the only other back i think in this league that's comparable is todd Gurley out at the rams and going into that game they emphasized all week dink piece and mike Vrabel did to that offense you know about how important it was to set an edge build a flat wall and then be able to keep relative spacing on the pursuit and get vice tackles going on the guy and then get everybody to the ball but to the ball in 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 good pursuit lanes because you know he he can jump cut move around spin he can do a lot of things to hurt you they did a tremendous job of playing very aggressive but uh, disciplined defense the whole game. It was a big, big thing to hold Barkley down because, you know, Eli, and especially in the weather up there, as wet as it was and what was going on, it was really difficult, you know, to get the routes run, precise routes run. And it was also really difficult for the quarterbacks to be very accurate where they were throwing it. So uh, it, it was a great job of the defense all around. And then uh, I know you're going to ask me about uh, the big back here in a little while, but uh, the Titans did a great job of controlling that game on the ground. And, Coach, what I loved about the game plan of Matt LaFleur, Coach, is this. He forced the Giants corner to go to the, a bare front, a 46 front, that he, he didn't really want to, but he had to stop Derrick Henry. He, he's been getting it going on that inside zone beautifully, outside zone beautifully. It's running with power, running with precision, and getting hit in those holes and causing trouble for all levels of defense going here. So right lately, Coach Matt, loving that guy. No, 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 absolutely. You're right. And what he, and what he, and what he really was able to do, he was able to keep James Betcher, their defensive coordinator, Matt LaFleur was, on his left foot the whole game. He had him chasing calls. And what I mean by that is he was making he was making Betcher change his anchor points on his defense because he started out, you know, in 13 personnel, which is three tights, one wide, one back. Got him confused as to where the Giants were setting the strength to their front, was most in the tight end. And then instead of starting the game with inside zones, he was starting the game. He, he ran some tall sweeps to start the game. That makes you widen your anchor point. And then basically the rest of the ball game, he had Betcher chasing calls. And what I mean by that, I've called defenses for you know a long time in this league, and when you're chasing that offensive play caller's call, that means what you're trying to do is basically you're trying to defend the concept that they've just hurt you with rather than moving ahead to what they're presenting you with the next play. And that's a good feeling as a play caller. Matt LaFleur did a nice job all game of keeping Betcher unbalanced and on his left foot. Exactly. I loved it, Coach. Cause you, I feel like they was like, wow, yeah, again, they didn't know what was coming. Like you said, I feel like that Betcher was chasing and always Lambert Flew was a step ahead of Betcher all game long, which helped the Titans control that clock, keep the Giants' defense frustrated, and keep Eli off the field and Barkley off the field in that horrible weather in New York, Coach. 
No, no, that's 100% right. And, and we knew it was going to be a ball control and a ground, a ground game. And look, in December, I mean, I've been in this league for 33 years now, and I do just know this. I've been involved in a lot of playoff seasons in my 33 years in this league. And it just, it, it, you know, no matter what has changed, and I know everybody thought this league was going to completely change to wide open throwing and, and defense was going to be relegated to the back seat. But in December, there's two things. If you're going to play uh, postseason football that you better pack in your bag uh, in the National Football League in December, you better pack a defense and you better pack a running game. Now, Coach, now I think going against Josh Johnson on Saturday, Dane Pease and defense can kind of look at Marcus Mariota to a degree because Johnson's a mobile quarterback in his league for a long time and out of league. But you know what he's going to give you. He's going to move the pocket a little bit, move his spots, kind of maybe escape a little bit. So you got to keep set the edge. You use your four-man spacing a little bit or go double-A gap blitz a little bit, get him off his mark and cause him to throw the ball inaccurately. Throw the ball over the place and don't give maybe give Byer the pick, my man Sims the pick, taking Ryan's place, or my man Butler a pick and go and win that game in Nissan Stadium on Saturday, Coach. Yeah, well, what they've got to do, of course, they've got a mobile quarterback this week, which they did not have to defend in Eli next in last week. The other thing they've got is they got to they got to deal with Adrian Peterson. Yes, okay, sir. If he can still run, they've got to be able to deal with him. But uh, anytime a quarterback can run, either scheduled or off schedule runs. You know, it puts a little bit of a stress on your defense, your coverage. You have to plaster. You have to stay with them a little longer. And you have to be very, very disciplined. Anytime you've got a quarterback that is very mobile and is willing to take off and run, and he's all, he's nearly run. He's run for 98 yards so far. And, and so he's he's very willing to stick his back foot in the ground and take off running. You've got to be very disciplined. And they're going to have to bring their discipline with them on defense this week. And coach, to me, it's going to be another one of those games. A ball control game. Who runs the ball the best? Defense executes the best. Keeps their team in, in manageable situations. Gets ahead of those chains on defense. Is going to be the one who wins the game on Saturday, coach. Yeah, and it's going to be. It's very important. Now we're going to have good weather here on Saturday, so hopefully it's a big crowd and, and, and Nash Vegas is all fired up for this game because basically the Titans have been in playoff mode here for the last month, and so this is a big game. The weather's going to be great. And so you're going to have, you know, up there because the weather was so bad, you didn't have to really worry about the, the vertical passing game. We'll have to worry about that a little bit, but so will they. So this should be a very exciting game, but it's a very, very important game because uh, the Titans, as I say, they've been in playoff mode now for the last month, and they need to keep stacking wins here, and we're very much looking forward to it. And I'm glad you're coming up, brother. Hope to see the press box before the game. Yes, sir, Coach. I'll be there for sure. I'll be there early early and often, Coach, for sure. Now, Coach, talk about Corey Davis. He's really improved my eyes a lot this year. He's grown up as he's living up that, that number one draft pick. That's that fifth pick in the draft. He's playing well. He's drawing attention from, from double coverages out there. Open up for Johnny Smith, Tajay Sharp on the offseason, and Taiwan Taylor is playing great well. I feel like the offense has rolling real good. Marcus Weapons are going. Of course, we got Henry and Lewis as well. So, I think the Titans offense all these years developed into a nice, potent machine here. If he can get a kid, get to go in the right direction execution wise it can't be stopped unless we, we stop ourselves coach yeah and, and of course davis is going to have to play a big part and also we need to get uh taylor taiwan taylor involved in it and somebody you know for their fans to look forward to too you know anthony ferkser's done a nice job we've lost two really good tight ends when we lost delaney and Janu, and then of course you know that now that means with ferkser and michael pruitt they've got to step up and fill that void but Dave, if we can get davis and taylor on some of those transcontinental routes across the field off of the play action because uh, that Washington defense has got to be worried about the running game. Get them back there in high safety and get some of those deep crossers going. It's going to be big to help this offense. 
and coach. Also, if you, you know, if I that, that pretty much that cover three zone, maybe go use some of that dagger concept as well, or the, or the Ohio concept as well, and kind of hit them that way, make them those, those cover, your cover one beaters that you want to run with those bunch on one side with, with Taiwan, Corey, and Tajay, with first on the other side with Lewis or Henry and Shotgun, and you hurt, hurt them that way as well, coach. Well, that's absolutely right. Individual cuts. Once you get man to man, again, uh, when you get this late in an NFL season, you know everybody is pretty much uh, shown their hand as far as what they're going to run scheme wise. Then you start to attack people, and you really have to win your one on one matchups, and that's what the Titans have to do this weekend. Now, Coach, uh, now Lashawn Sims, Logan rounds out for you with a broad working leg. Uh, how was Sims? Do you have to hide over here? How's the playing with Butler? Well, he's he's looked good, and that's the one thing this team always been good at all year, and they've had to do it. From week one is the next is the next man is the man up uh, scenario and so you know Sean Sims has been a good player here he's been a, a vital part of this he's been with his team all year and so he should be able to slide in there and they should be able to keep rolling and DP should be feel comfortable running all of his calls on defense. Now, Coach Mack, it's year two for you to be the Titans radio analyst. How are you loving it in year two, man? I know you coach, 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 we finally find something you want to do, Coach. So how are you loving this new role that you love and doing, being on Titans radio every week, giving the fans you're a great now. Because I tell people, Coach Mack is coaching on the radio. He's, he's coaching on the radio. Listen to him. He's coaching for He's coaching still. Just giving it to, to us fans out here to enjoy his analysis of Titans football out here. No, I, I, I love it. I really love it here. The people have been, you know, and all the – on all the, the, the and all the listening south have been very very good to me. I mean the reception has been tremendous, and I and I, I love the fans, and I like being able to to paint a picture for them on the radio during the ball game. And you know I'm out in Nash Vegas a lot, out in the city, and they all come up to me and tell me how much they like it, and how much they appreciate it, and uh, it makes me feel really good about being here. As I said, I coached here for eight years with Jeff Fisher. This was one of my favorite places to live. And all of my 31 years coaching in the National Football League, and I'm really happy to be back here with the Titans doing this in Nash Vegas. And coach, I'll tell you a quick story, Coach. My girlfriend lives up in Clarksville, okay? So she listens to you on the radio. Okay. My girlfriend right. actually told me what the outside zone was, and Coach, I was so happy. And I said, yes, Coach Mack, she knows what outside zone is. And I've been playing football for years, but Coach Mack paid the picture for her. She that's outside zone, JR, ain't it? It sure is outside yeah. zone. <laughs> there you go. And you tell her, you tell her, you tell her, Coach Max, really proud of her. Thanks for listening. Tell her, keep listening. I'll keep teaching. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, Coach, I will see you on Saturday, Coach. Have a great night and stay dry up there in Nash Vegas. Can't wait to get there on Saturday, Coach. All right, brother. See you, man. See All right, you. see you, Coach. Hip hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? 
Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. My heart skips skipping the beach. You're not close enough, so that space between you and me, let's lose it. The way you're dancing, swaying to the music, girl, that body and how you move it. Every time you cross my mind, girl, I lose it. Alexa, play the Country Heat playlist. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Till the tears run down from my eyes, Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody, can anybody find me somebody to love? Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. Somebody to love. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know. All the stars are closer. All the stars are closer. Tell me what you're going to do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.